we're back with another episode. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed during the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent any specific employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to educate and inform. This podcast series does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It's the Face Off. It's the Face Off. Spread love, spread light. We are here to entertain you. That's what we give a disclaimer at the beginning of our podcast. Boom, baby. We're here to educate and inform with entertainment. Yeah. That is it. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. We are back at it again. Howdy, everybody. Let me just say this. If y'all say anything about my hair looking like a 12-year-old, you're anti-black. That's fucking racist. Don't say anything about my hair. Just don't. Just anyway, don't. as I've just brought attention to it. But anyway, people can comment going to be, uh, it's like, yeah, shut up. No, it's not. It's not. I tried shut something, your face. I tried something different and I look like a 12 year old and I hate it. Anyway, uh, how was your week this past week? It was great. You want to know why? Why? Because the Texas Longhorns beat Nick Saban and the University of Alabama ending a 21 game home win streak. Woohoo! Yes. You're not going to pressure buttons. Shit. <laughs> That's the one I want. It was such a good game. Changed my whole weekend. What was the score? Did y'all like really beat them bad? Yeah, we, we, it was a double digit win. Why is it still laughing? Stop laughing. Ain't nothing funny here. Because you didn't turn it off. That's why. That's awesome. Congratulations. Um, thank you to me personally because I obviously coached the team. 34-24. We won by Ooh, 10. Dang. It was a good. It was a good game. I was out to dinner during the game uh, and... Yeah, it was like the third quarter. They were like struggling. I was like, uh, Alabama, anytime now. Y'all Texas wanna win? is no? back, okay. baby. I didn't have. I don't know that y'all are back. I think Alabama just sucks right now because they're rebuilding. We're back. <laughs> Texas is back. I love that for y'all, though. Yeah. I mean, we haven't won against Alabama since like the 80s or something. Damn. Yeah, and they haven't lost at home in 21 games. Oh, y'all were at We were in Alabama. Alabama. We were in Tuscaloosa. Wow. Come on, baby. I'm on a high. You literally can't tell me nothing. I will be talking about this game for the foreseeable future. I love that for y'all. Um, we are That's all super, awesome. super excited. I was in Austin this weekend. Mm-hmm. It was my friend Lauren's birthday. Happy birthday, Lauren. Happy She's birthday. the light of my life, a Virgo queen. Um, I made tiramisu. Ooh, look at you trying to Because she fancy. made us dinner for her birthday. Why would she do that? Yeah, because she's an angel of a person and loves i would definitely make y'all cook for me <laughs> she loves to cook she has a whole ass garden and she was like i want to make y'all dinner so we went up there so she could make us dinner yeah um i went to do you have you ever been to sixth street okay in fort lauderdale that's a really difficult place so no oh okay <laughs> so have you been to sixth street in austin no i have not i've Wait. only been to austin like twice what and i just usually drive through for the ikea before they build the ikea here okay so, yeah so Sixth Street is this long street of strip of bars, right? Mm-hmm. So there's Dirty, which is kind of the middle part of Sixth Street. There's East, there's West, and there's Dirty Sixth. Dirty Sixth is just like the low down, nasty, what people think of Sixth Street, just like these like crappy college filled bars. Mm-hmm. I was telling my cousin the other day, 
when I was in college on 36th, you they would accept your paper ID. Like, you know, when you go to the DMV, mm-hmm. you get a new ID, but it's not going to be there yet. So they give you that piece of paper. Yeah, yeah. They used to accept that at the door. Oh, wow. So we everyone had a template, and I would just print myself a new fucking ID every allegedly. weekend, allegedly, mm-hmm. for the protection of the podcast. Exactly. And we would go and be like, here's my ticket. And they'd be like, perfect, come on it. Like, that is 36. That's amazing. And we, it was just like, you knew that you could get into those bars, allegedly, if you were underage. Mm-hmm. But the bars on West 6th Street were a little nicer and more strict. So you had to be 21. So in my head, it was always like, oh, when we're older, we'll go to West 6. When you're older, you go to West, you can go to West. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's all I had in my head. When you're older, you can go to West. Yeah. Our hotel that we stayed at was right on West 6. So it was so nice. You walk out, there's all these bars. We came home on Friday after Lauren cooked us a beautiful dinner. Mm-hmm. And we were like, let's just stop into a bar. Like, why not? This is West 6. There's probably older people. We don't have to deal with the kids, whatever. I walk in, the average age at this bar is 22 years old. Because <laughs> they're all happy to be there too. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, because yeah, that is, a, that you're, they're legal. They, that is, that was old to me when I was 18. I've right. never felt older in my life. I looked across the bar, it's full of 22 to 25 year olds and this one 40 year old woman with a shit ton of Botox and filler. Oh, and I was like, is that what I look like in this bar? I'm like 30 fucking years old. No, you don't look like that. And so it just like, it was a dose of reality. Um, I'm not used to being in Austin anymore. There's a bunch of young, hot people everywhere. It's okay, you're opposite. young and hot. But I don't live in a place full of young and hot people. You don't think people in San Antonio are young and Absolutely hot? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Everyone's old with dad bod and mom bod. Because <laughs> they're that's, all retired military. Yeah, because that's bod. what it is here. It's yeah, like seriously. families and shit. So like you're just stopped at a light. I'm literally stopped at a light talking to Sophia in the car. And the most attractive man I've ever seen just jogs by shirtless, glist- and we both just went silent. We were just like, oh. <laughs> "Why aren't you in San Antonio?" Yeah, so that was fun. And then you know, I think I someone tried to recruit us to like some right wing militia. You should have just did it just to see what the rules. I should have. He came up. We were with Barton Springs, which is like podcast. this big natural pool situation that mm-hmm. you can go to, and we're just all sitting there in this group of people, but none of us look like we would be the person you would approach to be mm-hmm. in anything malicious <laughs> malicious or right-leaning <laughs> at all and he was like hey uh do y'all live in austin we're like yeah lie and he was like um do y'all like freedom what? is that a, a new candy bar sure and we were like uh and then this girl saw his flyer because he had flyers mm-hmm. and she was like there's a flag on the flyer like uh no MAGA, don't do it <laughs> yeah and I'm like, he wasn't wearing shoes it was very weird austin is still weird we're gonna keep it weird wow but yeah that was my weekend in austin that's interesting i missed it there's some colorful people i'm happy for you do i like freedom that. what the fuck kind of question is that like who's trying to take your country i know it's like personal freedom <laughs> right or what like what kind of freedom are we talking about specifically i'm so. like oh i hate it I wish I lived said. somewhere else. Like, I love cults, just like you're in right now. Yeah, sir. that's why I live in fucking America, because exactly. I hate freedom. Anyway, that was stupid. my weekend. Go Horns Go. Happy birthday, Lauren. That's awesome. Shouts out to American freedom. <laughs> America. Ugh, America. Remember you did that on the previous podcast? You're like, America. Ugh, America. <laughs> That I'd is be crazy. saying some shit. How was your weekend? Uh, my week was actually pretty good. It was the longest, shortest week ever because, as you know, Labor Day was last weekend or last, yeah, uh, this past Monday, last Monday. And um, it was the longest, shortest week ever. Like, when you have those four-day weekend or four-day work weeks, it just takes forever to get to Friday. You're just like, 
We just started them already Did ready it. to go. Was your day off so hard? I slept a mm-hmm. lot. It was. It was. I, but I was productive though, which was really really well, good. That's good. But um, yeah. Other than that, my week was really good. Uh, work wasn't too crazy. Thank God. Um, I was very productive over the weekend, so I was very happy about that. Nothing crazy exciting happened. Um, like not like horrible. Thank God knock on wood or whatever that is um i did have dinner with one of my um one of my former uh classmates from undergrad and pt school well she was two years ahead of me in pt school but um she actually owns physical rx get physical rx sorry in the houston area um so if you're in houston texas and you need physical therapy services She's please please go. please go down to get physical rx um and i'll drop her um uh, information in our description um, so you can go there and get all kind of outpatient services for uh, physical therapy and she's amazing so nice. we had dinner we got, got, to, got to catch up I hadn't seen her in such a long time so it was really good to just kind of reminisce we were both talking about how um, we feel like our teachers really duped us <laughs> and didn't give us the authentic truth about our profession but um, it was really good to see her and catch up with her so shout out to Jen I but, do believe that before the rise of tech probably physical therapy wasn't a horrible job to have in in the broader context i disagree but now that you have all these other jobs where people are making more than you doing half the fucking shit you do i'd also be like yeah this isn't it when i was in pt school on clinicals i was like i think i made the wrong decision <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> dead serious You're dead too serious. Deep. yeah i was in too deep, deep and i was like i can't i, yeah, I gotta I just it. stick with it like i realized when i was on clinicals i was like yep i won't be doing this career for very long so i knew right away and I don't know what possessed me to go into physical therapy. Like people say, what made you be a physical therapist? I don't know. Oh, my mom made me. I don't know. That's Genuinely. Yeah. Like why? Cause you, did you work when you were working, uh, you're a PCA, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see a bunch of physical therapists? Or no, something? I worked at the most part of labor delivery <laughs> for four and a half years. You were just like, fuck it. Well, the thing is I wanted to be an OBGYN. I wanted to go to med school, but as you all know, I went to a black school, uh, the Florida Agriculture Mechanical University, AKA FAMU, and I had too much fun. And so I didn't have the grades to go to med school Mm, and I wasn't taking any classes over. So I was like, hmm, what else is close? Physical therapy, cool. Well, you know, there's still time you can go do something. Ma'am, I already have four degrees. It's enough. I get a wild hair in my ass sometimes, and I'm like, I go back to school. No, I'm not doing that. I'm watching Suits. I'm rewatching Suits, which, by the way, I didn't realize so many people hadn't seen Suits. I haven't seen it. How many seasons is it? There's like eight seasons, but that was one of the like best shows on USA. It's like those. Um, did you ever watch cable drama shows? Mm-mm. Okay, you remember like Psych and Monk and Burn Notice? Any of yes, those shows? Yes, yes. Okay, that kind of vein of drama where mm. it's like not really drama because every episode is like you know yeah there's not a bunch of cliffhangers and shit right. like everything wraps up really nicely mm-hmm. okay that is what suits is but mm-hmm. lawyers right um because he just has like a photographic memory and all that crap yeah all that to say every time i watch an episode i'm like i can go to law school i could do it i could be a lawyer no lo- listen law school is a lot of reading oh and i don't want to and i feel like every lawyer i know is actually miserable I think so too. I think they get into profession. They're like, this is not what I thought. Yeah, it was be. but I just every time I see an episode, I'm like, I could do it. Yeah, no, I. I mean, I have my MBA and I want to do some business stuff with that. But yeah, I knew right away as soon as I got to my first clinical, I was like, this is not what I want to do. But I'm in too deep, so I have no choice. That that's why I went back to school so quickly after I graduated. Really? I went back and got my MBA two years later. This the last couple of weeks at work, I've been having this conversation with myself, which is I genuinely like my job which is nice. That's nice. I just wish I got paid what I should be paid to do it. What I believe I should be paid to do it. And see, I'm the opposite. Even if I got paid what I, what I would like to and desire to, I would still hate it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm just in a season of burnout. Been, yeah, you've also been in it for a lot mm-hmm. longer than I have. Yeah, and and too, there's other things that are that have gone That's on true. that have caused my disdain for this That's true. profession. And it's not the patience. We always say this. It's never the patience. It's no. the leadership. It's the other bureaucracy bullcrap that you have to go through um, in order to survive in this business, unfortunately. Yeah, but that other comes than with that, the job. Yeah. But, yeah. but other than that, I mean, it was a great week. Thank God. Uh, all my patients were really nice. Perfect. Um, nobody died. Isn't that nice when that happens? It is, because it, it doesn't put you in a crazy headspace. Oh, so. my God. I forgot to tell you about this. Okay. This is important. I was going to say, should this be on record or off the Yeah, record? I'm just going to hold on. Let me get. Let me make sure I'm omitting all the things that I need to omit. <laughs> I love how you can do that before you start off. I heard about a nurse whose patient was not doing very well. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking like VTAC mm-hmm. in and out about to go to Jesus, about to go to Jesus. Another nurse. She is not by her patient at all. She's like thotting and bopping over at the nurse's station. Another nurse walks mm. by and it's like, Hey, your patient's heart rate is between 48 and 50. What's going on with them? And she's like, Oh, I like just very flippant about it. So the, the nurse gets upset because she's like, you know, I took care of him the other day. What's going on? Did yeah. y'all withdraw care? And she's like, no, they don't know what's going on. Just like very flippant about this patient. Another nurse sends a text message to that initial nurse who mm-hmm. showed the concern. And it was, the, we'll call her like, I don't know. Becky. Becky. Becky's patient is the one who's dying. Yeah. This nurse sends um, the other nurse a picture. It's a screenshot of Becky's Snapchat. Becky has taken a mirror selfie. And she's like, patient, like, <laughs> all of these things. Coded 10 times, da-da-da-da-da. Like, just, like, all these things that are wrong. Um, keep you updated. Okay. Mm, in real time. In real time. Anyway, shit pops off. Patient codes ends up passing. Long day, whatever. Jesus, fix it. Becky updates Snapchat. Mm-hmm. It's a picture in front of the morgue, and it says update. <laughs> oh, and when that person gets fired, you, I don't feel bad for Y'all, you. Y'all, I don't feel bad for you. What is wrong with people? So insensitive. Like you need, also, you need not to be that, a you had you had one fucking job. Oh to keep that man alive. And you you, did you clearly it. kept your, your followers updated. I just, I, you know, whoever that was, wherever that was, allegedly that that happened. But yeah, wherever you heard that story from, that's crazy. So I'm just saying, stop fucking. If you work in healthcare, stop Snapchatting. Snapchatting. Stop putting your life on social Ugh. media. Stop fucking. It's stopping insensitive. Do your job. Go home. Like, I, I know for me personally, well, not personally, professionally, um, because at the hospital that you work at, that I used to work at, that I no longer work at, um, my, my job and responsibility as pretty much like the ECMO, like program manager, um, for rehab was to collect data, right. Mm-hmm. And to do education and all that kind of stuff. So I had to record certain sessions because, you know, we would send it to the physicians, like receiving hospitals that they were getting like lung transplants and all that kind of stuff because they needed to see that they're actually walking, moving, all that kind of stuff. And so the only person that I would send that information to was the main physician who did, you know, ECMO and all that kind of stuff and coordinated that stuff. And, but even though I had those videos and stuff like that, 
um, I never shared that stuff on social media because we either could get either a verbal or written that, hey, can I, you know, take this uh, picture mm -hmm. of you or this video or whatever the case may be. I'll blot out your face because, you know, even you were in some of the trainings as well, too, where there were like black circles over the patient's face and stuff and yeah. any kind of like identifying information, medical record numbers and stuff like that. But that stayed within the actual hospital itself. So even if it was like on my personal cell phone, like it was not distributed as like, oh, y'all, look what I was able to do and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I think people have to be very careful with what you share about your job because this this world that we live in with regard to like social media influencers and stuff like that, like you as a healthcare clinician, you're not an influencer. And no. it's very different because you see these physicians like, um, what's her name? Um, there's Dr. Sloan, MD. She's an orthopedic surgeon, black orthopedic surgeon. Amazing, phenomenal, right? Then there's another lady spine doc. She's a neurosurgeon. She's amazing. I like but Dr. She's not, Darian. Dr. Darian? Yeah. Who's Dr. Darian? He's a um, black emergency medicine doctor. Oh, cool. He's on uh, Good Morning America sometimes. Even like, a, what's his name? Dr. Glock or something like glaucoma Dr. something Glock. whatever his name but he's an ortho, he's an opto, uh, ophthalmologist and so oh. but they share they share their content not of actual patients yeah. like they're just sharing their experience like oh here's a MRI from this patient mm -hmm. well this is the case or whatever but you're not sharing pertinent information but when you're doing stuff like that and you're just like oh keep you updated like but also so your patient's what? actively dying and you had time to go around to the bathroom that's take what I'm selfie, saying make a caption post it and you're on the clock and you're on the be sensitive like, like be understanding that somebody's family member is actively dying or has actively died and you're just like i'm making this about me to put it on tiktok for views i'm like also it's not funny you're making light of a situation that's not yeah. funny no, i mean we laugh at we don't laugh at death we laugh off With to keep from death. crying okay we True. laugh at just some of the things that happen as a mm -hmm. result of death but we're not like Oh, screw this motherfucker. We don't care. Like, what? I would never say that on the podcast. No. Like, we, we don't say that in real life. Or at least oh, I don't. Yeah, I would never say that in real life. No. Either. I mean, what we, we have said before, this patient looks like they, they appear to be suffering. Yeah. They need to go to Jesus. That is not us wishing death on them. We're just like, we want the agony and pain to stop. Yeah. Shit ain't right. Yeah. That's crazy. But anyway. Yeah, that really irked my spirit this week. That's, I mean, listen, there has been some other stories. We're going to talk about that in the rehab corner. But uh, let's get on into this show. I'll tell you what's not dead. American tennis players. Okay? Namely, Coco Golf. <laughs> I love that girl. Congratulations to Coco Golf. She is now the 2023 uh, USA champion, US Open champion. Um for tennis i also love that they she posted that video of her dancing when she was she, little yes. there at the us open i can't imagine what it takes to be a professional athlete especially someone who isn't on a team sport true because um, you just gotta rely on yourself yeah exactly <laughs> and she did so well she did she and she's only 19 a child literally a child yeah. she would think west sixth street is for adults that's right old, old well she, she still probably can't even rent a car right now with her parents insurance i know insane she played awesome beautifully i was so happy for her did you hear how loud the stadium was yeah. when she won it was yeah. insane i think everybody was i think the world was rooting for her yeah. honestly so i felt bad for her opponent but whatever i was thinking about that too but she gave her a little hug well the first of all her opponent thought that she won after the first set and she was just like oh and i'm like Bitch, you got two more sets to go. What are you doing? Be fucking for real. <laughs> right. But I think that's amazing because she, like, Coco Golf reminds me so much of Venus. 
I thought you were going to say of yourself. <laughs> no. I am not that athletic. I was athletic. like, how? No, I am not that athletic. I'm not I athletic was interested. at all right now. I really thought you were going to draw some No, definitely not. I was definitely not going to make it about me. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> nothing about Coco and I are the same, probably except our hair, maybe. But hers look better than mine because mine looks like a two-year-old. Anyway, uh, but no, she just reminds me so much of Venus Williams. And I loved um, how much she you know, references those two, like Venus and Serena Williams. And even Serena posted on her story, like congratulating her and everything like that. And in her close relationship with Naomi Osaka, because what I was, uh, what I saw was that she is the fifth American who has actually won the U S open. Um, and she's the youngest who has won it since Serena won in 2001. Wow. So like Venus won the U S open twice. I think Serena won either five or six times. Sloan Stevens won once, once or twice. And now Coco golf is one. So it's amazing that all of them are black I women. I love that her name is Coco. Yeah. That's I absolutely so love that. And her parents, I'm quite sure have sacrificed so much. Was it in New York? Is that why everyone yes. was there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause yeah, everyone was, was there York. for fashion week. Yes. I saw all the girlies there hanging out. Yeah. It was rooting for Coco. I love that she won and that, you know, people, she, she even said too, like people rooted her, um, like doubted her and said that she would, you know, she would never make it. And I'm just like, damn y'all, she's 19. Like, why are we being so negative about a 19 year old who's just trying to be out here making it? And I love the response that she gave about um, pressure. They were asking her, I think it was after the semifinals and they were just like, oh, well, you know, do you feel a lot of pressure, you know, to win and everything? She was like, honestly, no. She was like, tennis is not real pressure. She was like, there are people out there that are trying to feed their families and make Amen. it through the And I said, see, Amen. this is what I'm talking about. Well-rounded. This girl Gen got Z's gonna, Gen Z's gonna do some shit. They're gonna save the world. They're absolutely going to save the world. Well, yeah. you're a part of that. I don't know how much nah, you're going to do, but... Not me. Yeah. I'm going to usher in a new... And we are... I'll be like, y'all are doing great. I'll project manage Gen Z. <laughs> you're, you're like, you guys are really me. on top of it. I love that. Well, Yeah, it's a great weekend for sports because I don't know if I've mentioned it yet, but UT won against Alabama. I think you mentioned that once or twice I probably already. will say it six more times. Yeah. I think... Uh, uh, what's his name? Nick Saban is in a rebuilding year because didn't he lose a lot of seniors? No one cares. We no, no, no. Have. I was I was going to say that he's in the same situation, almost kind of like Bill Belichick, where he kept winning all the time. I'm like, let somebody else win. Yeah, we know you can win. It's honestly Jesus. time. And he, you know what he did do, which I'm sure it's very hard to be at a program like Alabama where everyone just expects you to win and dominate right. and been doing it for so long. Yeah. And then when you're the team that comes in and fucks it all up, everyone's just like, what, what the hell? Especially there because they're all racist and crazy in uh, Alabama. That's very true. Um, Allegedly. Just, you know. But factually. The, the the climate not mm-hmm. necessarily every individual person but during yeah. the um which i do still think nick saban like made some kind of deal with the devil i don't know shit ain't right over there but during the press oh, conference full control the boys like were sitting there giving their interviews and they're about to get up and they just look i'm sorry these kids they're kids these are kids playing sports and they just look sad it's so sad when they're just like they're all because they're there to make the school money like can you like honestly do you know how much money these kids oh, bring in Alabama just from paraphernalia insane. alone? Insane. And I pray that now that these kids are able to actually capitalize and now get money as as you know for their likeness and their image and stuff, mm-hmm. that they are compensated appropriately, like how we we see Angel Reese and Flage and yeah. you know everybody else. And I just feel like y'all bring million, like probably billions of dollars into this school, and y'all don't get to yeah. profit off. And of the it. fact that at that level they still have to go and do press after a game is insane to me because i'm like you guys are like 20 years old it's so i hate it but he just they were about to get up and he was like no like i'm so proud of both of them they did Mm -hmm. a great job this is you know you guys are still really you're 
one of the best teams in America. This was just a yeah. hard game because again, they're kids playing sports. Yeah, what's well, the same thing with Gino and UConn, like the women's basketball team? Oh yeah, where you can't expect UConn women to win all the time. Like it has to be someone else's turn. Yeah, and if you are a true fan of the team and of the program, you're gonna be with them when they lose and when they win. Look at Dallas Cowboy fans. I mean, oh, y- y'all been on. losing for forever, and they still like they gonna win this year. It's the boys. It's been twenty years, and y'all still this ain't won. For the but boys. you gotta be loyal. You know, yeah. so that's amazing. So congratulations to UT. And uh, that's the second time I got at least three more in this episode. Jesus, please don't. Come on. I cannot. Well, I'll tell you uh, what else with regard to. um, No, I don't want to go there. That's going to be a little bit uh, extra. Okay. Um, I'll tell you you, uh, about friendships. We were talking about Coco Golf and her friendship with like Naomi Osaka and the support that she gets as well as Serena Williams. What were you telling about Kylie and uh, Jordan? Oh, yeah. Speaking of people in New York over the weekend, everyone's in New York for Fashion Week. People are rekindling friendships. No pun intended. No. No pun intended. I need to talk about how Kylie and Jordan Woods were hanging out at New York Fashion Week. I, Jordan. What is wrong with you? Baby, they (laughs) drug your name through the fucking dirt. Do I need to replay you the episode? Do we need to replay the the episode of the Red Table Talk? went to Jada. You went and talked to Jada and said... The Smiths had to save you, girl. Come on. (laughs) What is going on? It's stupid. I think Kylie is returning to this King Kylie era. Everyone's talking about it. She was a Tumblr girly. That and like... I This is like such a... Wasn't Tumblr from porn? uh, Initially, no. Oh, okay. But it did become that, yes. Until it wasn't anymore. This is such like a deep Kardashian cut. I need you to come on a journey with me. Okay, so... Please don't go too deep. In the times when... Kim was like, it was Kim. She was on the rise. She hadn't met Kanye yet. She mm-hmm. wasn't like the Kim, the fashion girly. She was just like Kim, the famous for sex tape girly. Mm-hmm. Kylie was getting more famous. Kendall was kind of becoming a model, but Kylie was like all on Tumblr. She had like the blue hair. She was posting. She just, everyone knew she was fa- like uh, friends with, you know, Jaden Smith and mm-hmm. all these other famous people. She was kind of just like this weird girl who posted on Tumblr all the time and was famous. So she was around famous people. Mm-hmm. That was like about the time when she started kind of getting her own show, Life of Kylie. That didn't go anywhere. She was dating the Tyga, who was a lot older than her. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when she was like, this is the same vibe she's giving now that she's like out with Timothy Chalamet and all this stuff, you know? Because they were seen making out at the Beyonce concert. People thought they were dating. I guess now it's confirmed. I still think it's for pe- for publicity, but whatever. Mm. I know you're very interested, but it seems like Can't she's returning to this, like, 15-year-old time of her life when she was just, like, you know. But losing fancy free. Yeah. And, like, actively wanting to be famous and low-key black, but we'll see. Okay, how does this go back to Jordan? <laughs> That's when she was the best. She was really right. good friends with Jordan. Okay, all that. Okay, this right. is all how that it to say. All that, to say. Right. that was the time when she was best friends with Jordan. Everyone's confused about the Timothy Chalamet of it all because that's who okay. she's allegedly dating now. But I'm like, this was the time when, like, yeah, she was doing all this stuff. Timothy makes sense if she was in that time of her life and she was best friends with Jordan. So I think it's all coming full circle. I don't know what the fuck Jordan Rhodes is doing because if anyone treated me like that and made my life a living fucking hell for so long publicly and made me look like a fucking adulterer, I don't think I'd be friends with them again. Yeah, I think I think big, like no longer being friends with someone is okay. I think that yeah. process of no longer being friends when... It's time for, for both of y'all to move on is okay. 
what's not okay is for you to drag this person months after alleged incidents have happened and you make a whole show about it. Yeah. And then this girl has to go on a press tour and be and clear her own name. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I saw you at Fashion Week. Let's she be friends again. She was getting Bitch, what? death threats. People were threatening her and her family. With a known cheater who's still cheating, allegedly. And I'm just like, okay, and whatever. I'm very interested to see what happens. Not that it will be anything of substance. But you got one time to play in my face, and you won't ever play in it again. It's just so, I never thought. I really didn't think. Once we are no longer friends, we are no longer friends. Because after Jordan and her broke up their friendship, Jordan went and started being one of the black girlies and was with... Um, Maybe she needed that. Maybe. She was with Lori Harvey Maybe was and Ryan what, Destiny what and Normani. Centennial event? What do they call it? sad in return no it's a centennial event or something like that you're some kind of event that happens in your life that changes the trajectory of your life and blah, blah, maybe blah, blah, i thought this was it but i just you know, i listened to this podcast the other day that was a deep dive into basically when remember when kylie was on forbes for being the first self-made billionaire mm-hmm. and everyone was like you weren't fucking self-made but it was a whole big thing exactly they did this whole thing because allegedly the numbers for her company were inflated mm-hmm. and it wasn't pulling in as much money as it was, but it sold mm-hmm. with people thinking it made that much money. And so they pulled Forbes did the interview with her before that cover came out. And every question they ask her, Kylie, she's like, um, not like Chris is just there answering every question. Mm-hmm. Cause she doesn't know shit about our fucking company. No. Cause her name's just on it. No, this bitch doesn't know shit. She's just there. I don't know. So nothing's mm-hmm. all I'd say. Nothing's real. I don't trust anything. I just didn't think they'd ever be photographed together, seen together, whatever. Listen, once you choose a side with me when it comes to friendship, family, relationship, whatever, professionally, you be, you better make sure you never need me again. I because I can guarantee you, you'll never get access to me again ever. I don't care if you're on fire. I, sorry, it, not what, what when they're man, on fire. What, what the man said at the hotel? It's above me now. I can't help. I, there's nothing I can do about it. It's above me now. You better stand 10 toes down on the decisions that you make when you detach from me because I promise you it's going to be forever. Damn. That's what I'm saying. And I still wish, wish you well. Yeah. But you won't You won't ever have access but to But not me. next to don't me. Don't go back to people that hurt you. Just don't do that. Don't go back to uh, people that hurt you. Speaking of people who are hurting, uh, Danny Matherson, we got to talk about it. Yo. So if y'all don't know, Danny Matherson. Um, Kelso. The most, oh, not Kelso. Not what Kelso. What was his name um, on that 70s show? It's not Faze. It's not Kelso. It's not Eric. Oh, Hyde? Lord. Dear, oh, shit. The hell is his name? Anyway, he played the guy with the curly hair and the glasses on that Why? 70s show. Uh, what was his character's name? Yeah, it wasn't Eric. It wasn't... Uh, Hyde. Stephen Hyde. Hyde. Okay. So, yeah. That, yeah. So, um. he played the character most notably known on that 70s show. Um, he was actually just recently sentenced to 30 years in prison um, for the sexual assault of two women. And first of all, I never thought I'd live to see a, a white man get 30 years in prison for rape because so many other white men have been accused and co- uh, convicted of rape. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, probation. So it's amazing that this famous guy ended up getting 30 years. But anyway, which he deserves. I mean, you know, that's what the jury uh, said that he deserved. He deserved. And hopefully that is somewhat of justice for these uh, victims, unfortunately, of his sexual assault. Um, but more notably, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kutcher 
um, had to. I think she's still Kunis. Oh, Mila Kunis. Okay, well, Kunis Kutcher. But they are married. They are married with with kids. With kids. They basically did like a character letter. Remember we talked about these character letters are a couple good, of y'all. weeks ago with uh, Mario and uh, Iggy Azalea who did character letters for Tory Lanes. And so, they, of course, they were like, oh, well, these character letters were only supposed to be seen by the judge. Uh, it's an open case, but but no. Um, but, yeah, I just, but I think with bringing Did you read the up, character letter? Why would I? Y'all, you would have thought this man was running for president. They probably didn't even write it. Their publicist I probably know. wrote it. Well, and I, I did read Ashton Kutcher's character letter. And one of the last lines was basically saying, like, to put him away, to put Danny Matherson away would be to leave his daughter without a parent. And that's an injustice in itself. He should have thought about that before. What do you think these women are living with? You raped them. Exactly. And they didn't think about your daughter. Not only did you you rape them, but these women are, he was a part of the church of Scientology. And so were they after this, when they came out about it, they were threatened and they were just, people would do horrible things to them. They were coming after them. They were posting pictures of these women posting like they want or giving themselves to sex work as these it's just like horrible shit yeah allegedly mm-hmm. allegedly horrible. yeah so yeah people are not taking kindly to the but character you, okay, letters so here I, I do want to play devil's advocate real quick for the for the character letters because i here's what i do understand and i think a lot of times we don't take it into consideration when crimes are being committed right so these people criminal people who commit crimes are the uncles, the fathers, the sisters, the brothers, the mothers, whoever of friends, family members, whatever of people who have nothing to do with these cases. And I think oftentimes um, there is no grace, unfortunately, for people who commit crimes because it's like, well, no, I only know this side of this person. Mm -hmm. I don't know this other side. Like, let's say, God forbid, you were to go and murder 27 people. And I'll be like, well, you know what, Your Honor? I definitely think she had the capacity to do it. She did some (laughs) sus stuff on the podcast. I just never thought. But I didn't see that in her. Like, she was always nice to me. And I trusted her at my house. I have she you know she didn't have any guns at her house. I don't know, Your Honor, you know, but I think people are just like, no, 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 you shouldn't take up for them. And I'm like, I don't think character letters are necessarily taking up for the person, but it's just them sharing their perspective of the other side of the person that nobody else probably got a chance to and see. And I call bullshit on yeah. these fucking character letters. Well, yeah, it, I mean, it's going to be null and void, unfortunately, because you mm-hmm. committed a whole ass crime. Like, well, twice. and I'm just like, <laughs> when you rewatch all, first of all, Ashton Kutcher was a menace to society. Wait, wait a minute. He no did, slander. He did some wacky pataki. Wait, are you talking about for punked or you talking about just in no, real life? Just in real life. The oh, things he did to women and even when he yep. was with them, like there's horrible things he did. Also, do you remember he would say like about Hillary Duff? He was like, Oh yeah, she's one we're all waiting to turn eighteen, just like da 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 da. Him and Danny Matherson would be in interviews no. talking about the wild shit they would do together. I think they were horrible together. So I'm like, you knew, 100% you knew exactly the kind of person he was because that's the kind of person you were. Ew. And even, yeah, I don't know, which is hard because they're your friend, but also it's like they're your friend and you've seen them do crazy shit. So I don't know. At this point, do I think I would write a character letter for anyone? Probably not. You wouldn't write a character letter for me? If I wasn't famous, yeah, I would. (laughs) Yeah, if I'm famous, I'm not getting involved. I'm not writing shit for anybody. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not I, and you have to respect because and believe that. And I will do everything I can to support you from behind the scenes, but I refuse. Here's because. my thing. I think it's pointless for character letters when you commit crimes simply because 
the judge has already made up their mind. Yeah. And so he still got 30 years. What was he going to get 50 and then all of a sudden you made 20 come down? No. I'll he be, was always going to get 30 years. I'll be a job years. reference. That's it. That's it. That's and it. And especially with like sexual crimes. That stuff I don't play with. I don't know. That's a zero tolerance for Because me. that's not like a, you know, man's like vehicular manslaughter or DWI. Like those are different crimes. I'm not writing a fucking character letter. Yeah. Anyway. No. I have to say people are upset so then one of the victims who had dated danny matherson and then he sexually assaulted her um posted on instagram it's a screenshot of the news clipping about ashton kutcher and mila kunis's character letters and she just goes on to say like hey ashton like don't forget that i know everything that I know all the secrets he's holding for you, the reasons you would be writing this letter the way you wrote it. And don't forget on whatever day I was there when you made the call to him, I heard everything. Okay, well, the day she references is the day that Ashton Kutcher's ex-girlfriend was murdered and went missing and was murdered. So then everyone's like, what the hell is she talking about? Yeah. So now, because he did not murder her, the person who murdered her was arrested the sex girlfriend of Ashton Kutcher's. Mm -hmm. And the whole story was that Ashton Kutcher went over to her house. They had a date. He, she wouldn't open the door. He saw wine stains on the floor, which he thought was weird, but he just left because no one opened the door. But now everyone's thinking, especially since she said that, that he did go in, he did find the body. He left and just started calling like Danny Matherson and his team and everybody. Cause he was like, what do I do? Mm -hmm. And then just never said anything until the cops came to find him. That's the new conspiracy theory. Hollywood is a weird place. That's all I'm saying. Hollywood is a weird place. Ne- do not write a character letter for anyone unless you're just 100% um, sure. Like, okay, unless it's like some other type of accentuating circumstance, but don't do it for people who commit crime. Maybe like a blue collar crime. Right. Or is that white collar? It's white. White, white collar. collar. What's tax evasion? That's white collar. White collar. White collar. I may say like, There's yeah. no such thing as blue collar crime. That's like murder? No, it's called... Uh, equality <laughs> it's called it's Balancing. called i got sh- i have to pay my rent balance in society that's yeah. what it's called white uh, collar crimes maybe you could get past me i'll tell you what is a white collar crime though and you may not think it is but i absolutely think it's a white collar crime uh the white house's hip-hop celebration okay. <laughs> yo we gotta talk I'm about so it so glad you brought this, this past up. weekend the white house the biden and it harris, was not it was kamala well that's what i'm about to get to so harris the, they call it the white house's hip-hop celebration in honor of 50 years of hip-hop when has the white but, house ever celebrated black people uh, never but here's the thing not even when obama, obama was in office exactly so the problem with the hip-hop celebration is kamala was out there like the unrhythmed auntie looking stupid and i feel like we keep saying this on this podcast we have asked multiple times for this same administration make it pass a law to protect black people or make it illegal to kill black people unarmed right like you did with the asian community right they're like fuck you we're not gonna do that we're gonna give you but we're gonna give you maya angelo on a corner okay we're asking again. Nope, we're not going to do that. We're going to give you Juneteenth. Okay, we're asking again. Nope, we're not going to do that. We're going to give you Harriet Tubman on a $20 bill, which she's still on a $20 bill. Then we it's ask like you again. It's like a brainstorm list they had, yeah. and they're ticking them off to see how far they can get before they actually this, have to do something. And then they're like, we're, we're saying it again. Hey, stop killing us in the street. Make a law, blah, blah, blah. We're going to give you a barbecue on the White House lawn. And I'm just like, what about this celebration makes you feel like, it? to me, it was like Walmart doing juneteenth stuff it, it 
It had it was blackface coded. It was definitely black. I hated it. I Everything hate to say it. it. I, I hated it. I've never had secondhand embarrassment so bad watching Kamala Harris try to dance. It was horrible. It looked like if a company picnic. Okay, this is what it was giving. <laughs> A company who had just gotten in trouble for some racist ass shit. Yes. The next year, Juneteenth was like, let's throw a cookout. Let's go all out. Let's go all out. Yeah. We're going to have black artists come. Mm-hmm. We're going to invite all the blacks. And all you're, the blacks. And it's just like all the white, you know, like senior management standing there like, mm-hmm. you guys having fun at our black. It was so strange to watch. Yeah. Lil Wayne performed. It, it was just stupid. Like, I, again, you mean to tell me that you had a committee that took time out of their day while they were on the clock to plan and execute a party, but somehow you and Biden can't come together to create a law to protect black people in this country? Also, I know Kamala Harris is black. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) But it's just not, it didn't feel authentic to her. It didn't feel, if Obama had done this, I feel like it would have gone over way different. It seemed like she was like Hillary Clinton. Yes. Like it was like a bodysuit and it was really Hillary Clinton underneath all of it. Obama did a very, he, the whole time he was in office, he was like, I am part of the culture, especially yeah. Now he's like, I'm part of the culture. My wife is part of the culture. Mm -hmm. We're doing all these things. We have these famous black friends. We're always hanging out with them. We're friends with Oprah. Thank you. (laughs) This felt so weird and strange and forced and unnecessary for what reason. They're already on tour doing it enough. They didn't need you. You should have just co-signed some other black person who was going to throw a party for the 50th anniversary of hip hop. I'm saying pass a law. That's how you help. That's how you celebrate black people in this country by passing laws that protect us. You're like, like we've been asking you to do. Hip hop. There's a lot of talk about weed and hip hop. Let's decriminalize marijuana nationally. At the federal level. Something like that. And not only just decriminalize it, get these black men and women who have been in prison for 20 years over a dime bag. Let's get them out and expunge their records. I think I was just most upset because it just looked ridiculous. She just had no rhythm. And I'm just like, what the she fuck had, are you it, doing? It, I, wow. This is why nobody takes her seriously. I, 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 can't, I can't be on your side, Kamala. I can't. I can't do bad. it. They chose the worst clip. You shouldn't have done it. It's, it's, it, we go back to we go back to the H and M with the little monkeys on the blackboard. Like, who it. was on the committee that said this was okay? I want to like, know. Do you think okay? Do you think this idea was presented to her, or that she was like, "We're doing it. We have to. We're running with it." And people I were don't like, think "She did it at all." People were like, "Uh, maybe." Uh, and she was like, "I want Lil Wayne there." No, I don't think she planned that at all. I think it was de- because half the black people on her team left anyway. So it wasn't her. It was definitely a bunch of white people that was like, you know what I think would be a great you know, idea? It would be a hit with the blacks. With the blacks. We're, we're going into like re-election. So we need them. And this was your opportunity to be black and show your blackness. Lo- and you showed it in the worst way. Not a good. Not it was good. stupid. It was dumb. It was dumb as fuck. Pass a law to protect black people in this country like you did the Asians. We've been asking for that for years, I feel like. And you were in a position to do it and you're just like, nah, we're going to just shake our ass on the White House lawn. And then, uh, I don't know. It just, oh, oh. It's weird. It was weird to watch. Well, As speak- soon as I saw it, I was like, ick, it's giving Seriously. weird vibes. Well, speaking of uh, protection, 
Okay, we got to talk about this real quick. And I'll, because I don't want to dwell on it too much because I don't want to get my pressure up. So I don't know if you saw last week, there was a young lady who was out and about, thought and bopping in these streets, minding her, her black ass business. Um, a black man comes up to her, asks her for her number. She says no. He hits her in the face with a fucking brick. She goes Insane. viral because she's literally, you can see, actively see the side of this girl's face swelling as she's talking and she's crying you know, just like brick. all of these black men are standing here and not a single one of them jumped in or even tried to protect me at any point in time and it's at nighttime and it was just absolutely insane and so social media has kind of been divided to a degree but i feel like more divided on um the fact that there are some women some black women who are coming out saying well you know if you take the advice of your fathers and your brothers instead of putting them in positions to have to protect you and lose their lives and i'm like since when are we blaming women for just going out into the world existing and getting brutalized by men for saying no no no. like who the fuck raised you (laughs) i shouldn't be afraid to pump gas at night to walk alone to go sit alone to do anything because i think someone's gonna fucking assault me if they don't like what i have to say especially if it's not something aggressive towards them i'm saying no I'm not giving you, you my phone number. You say, hey, beautiful, let me get your number. No. No, thank you. Well, fuck you, bitch, your ugly yeah. ass. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You asked me for my number. True. Like, Dude, we, and me being out uh, and about in the streets at night does not mean that I am somehow not protecting myself as a woman. Like, I can go out at night and do what I need to do. Like, I, there should a society should not be built on the misogyny of protecting men in this country who do not know how to control their fucking emotions. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me that your sister and your mother don't deserve to go out when the sun go down? So what are we all now living in sundown fucking towns from men? What the fuck is wrong with people? I am used to the idea of getting like, not yelled at, but just like negatively like, oh, so you think you're bad? The fact that you think you can hit me with a fucking brick. What is wrong with people? Hey, that man better be lucky she didn't have a gun on her. Because if she would have shot and killed you, she would have been rightly justified. So now I can't even leave the house at night by myself. But I do get it where some men who are around who don't want to get involved because there is this... You don't know how crazy people really are, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you jump in and help a stranger, we've seen that a bunch of times where people jump in and help a stranger and then they end up dying. Like, I don't want to lose my life trying to protect you either because I don't really even know Everyone you. just act but right. Just that's what I'm right. saying. Like, this this young lady, she said on, on, uh, on social media, she said it so eloquently, like, why do men expect kindness from women, but you're not expected to give it in, like, mm-hmm. automatically? Like, well, why, why was do you that your somebody, go-to? Right. To, why can't you just say, okay, and walk away. You had to pick mm-hmm. up a whole fucking brick. Even if she was like, hell no, I ain't giving you my phone with your raggedy yeah. ass shoes. You don't want her anyway. She sounds wild. <laughs> that doesn't that that doesn't equal picking up a brick and hitting no. this woman across our fucking face. Uh, That's scary, dude. Like, this is why I will forever carry my mouse katool on me. I don't play with people. <sighs> we used to be out. And I shouldn't have to carry and it stuff, around. And men would come up to the group and Megan. Oh, God, it's my favorite thing. She'd be like, we'd all be dancing, and he'd start talking. She'd be like, no, no, like, scream, No, no, stop talking. No, no, because these men are fucking crazy. They just don't like, and it's not, somebody telling you no is not rejection. It's not rejection. Leading you on and then saying no Mm -hmm. is rejection. Also, if you offer offer me a piece of gum and I say no, that is not rejection. 
That's me making a choice to say, I don't want any gum right now. I don't want, maybe mm-hmm. I don't want your number right now because you don't know what I'm going through. Yeah. Also, guess what? The way I respond is because I've had years of men doing this to me and sometimes they get crazy or annoying or don't take a hint. So I have to just be like, no, yelling at you to get the fuck away from me. And sorry to yeah. you, but that's because all your little friends have ruined it for you. And you shouldn't be, and women should not be feared into interacting with men, you know, because they're afraid that you're going to get hit in the face with a fucking brick. Like you should be able to take no as the response and move the hell on. Like, I I don't understand how we keep saying in this country or in this world that women are emotional. No, we're actually not. And men don't take a hint until there's another man around you. The amount of times I've had to tell my guy friends like, Hey, just talk to me. Hey, pretend to be my boyfriend. Hey, this guy's being weird. And yeah. then you'll leave me alone. That's also bullshit. Leave it's me the crazy. Fuck alone. It, it's crazy that women even have to do shit like that. It's so dumb. Uh, I'll tell you what else is dumb. That man needs to be in jail. But speaking of jail, what were you telling me about prisons? Prison. What? Or are you talking about I prisons? was saying he needs to go to prison. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, speaking of pr- prison. Speaking of prisons, Texas prisons are now on lockdown. Like how- oh, them? speaking of prisons again, I'll circle okay. back to that. Did you see that man who escaped from prison? I did. In Pennsylvania. What what crime did he commit? Because maybe he need to be out. Uh, no, that man stabbed his girlfriend like 30 okay, times in front, in front of her children. Okay, no, find him then. He needs to be Yeah. Found. Where did he escape from? Why can't I remember that information? Doesn't matter. Well, you know how he probably escaped because they're short staff. Nobody's walking. I'm serious. No, okay, Prisons no. So did you see staff. him like crab walk up? The prison wall. I did, and I think that's amazing. That's why they don't want to give First people outside First of all, an acrobat. I, amazing, truly. Also, he's still on the run. Also, also, only a $10,000 reward. In this economy? The man murdered someone and escaped from prison. Yeah. I would think you'd really want to find him. You're going to have to update Pennsylvania. To Convicted murder from Pennsylvania. His name is Darnello Cavalcante. For 10 grand, and I'm going to have to, and half of that mm-hmm. is taxes? No, you're going to have to offer 100 grand. I ain't saying that. This man, like, it literally looked like a spoof of a movie or something. He just put like hands on one side of the wall, feet on the other. Freaking ninja walked his way up the wall, boop, hopped off, and then has escaped from prison. Ideally, I would say if you can escape from prison, you deserve to be free on some Shawshank shit. But <laughs> okay, he is a murderer. And right. he prison, jail immediately. Wow. Uh, but yeah, isn't that fucking crazy? I and mean, they still haven't found him. He's on the run. Interesting. They're going to find him. They have to. It has to be so hard to hide. they El Chapo, they're going to find him. It has to be very hard to hide from the authorities these days. Mm, well, there's too many. That's too much technology. You know, you're not going to have cameras like in yeah. Vegas when you go to casinos and stuff that can literally read the serial numbers off of your money and off your credit card in real time. So you, they're going to find him. Yes. All that to say, Texas prisons are on lockdown because supposedly there's been like a crazy increase of drug-related homicides. Drug-related? That's what it says. Drug awful. related. Um, and I guess there were, according to what I read, there were seven drug related homicides last year. There's already been 16 this year. So all the prisons are on lockdown. There's like a hundred prisons in Texas, 129,000 ish inmates. The thing is like prison lockdown, you're stuck in that fucking room. You can't leave. You can't talk to anybody. It's insane. And I, it's also hot. Um, how are they doing this? Why are they First doing this? All, how long are they doing this? Okay, the conspiracy theorist in me lets, tells me that this is a crock of shit. Let me tell you why. The reason why they're trying to say it's drug-related homicide is because most of these prisons are probably allegedly privatized, okay? And at the base minimum, 
they don't have to do a lot of shit that other federally funded prisons have to do, like keep them alive, right? And the reporting on it. People kill people in prisons all the time. That's not a secret. Like, that's been from the beginning of time. You put men and women in boxes and in cages like animals and you treat them like they are animals and expect them to act and like expect them to, human beings. exactly and expect them not to feel backed into a corner they develop these gangs and all of these different cliques and whatnot but also too the ever since covid has happened the conditions of how they keep prisoners is completely subpar and it's ridiculous remember the man in georgia that died because he was eaten by bed bugs yeah. And I'm just like, that should have never fucking happened. Then you have some of the other prisons like in Louisiana that had no fucking AC Which, during the hottest times of the year. In a swamp, you got me fucked up. Like, this, like, okay, they committed a crime. I totally understand. But if you're going to keep these people alive and yeah. you ain't going to just shoot them in the back of the head, like, you know, uh, what do they call it? What you call it? Style? What do they call it? Assassination style? Whatever. Nope. They call it. What is it called? Oh my God. Nope. We can't do this. I need to figure out. They call it execution style. Execution style. Right. If you're not just going to kill everybody and call it a day, then you need to treat these people with some type of respect. They get three meals a day. Just, I mean, why can't they be clean? Why can't they have a clean living area? Rehabilitate them. Well, that, but when you privatize prisons, you don't give a shit about rehabilitation. You care about making money. See, my mind went to understaffed. I was like, ooh, these prisons are understaffed and some shit's about to pop That off. too, and there's probably some other stuff that's going on. First of all, it, I think it should be illegal on a federal level in the United States to privatize any prison. There's no reason no. why, if they, were, if they were convicted of crimes, if these men and women were convicted of crimes in this country and they had a trial before in, in with the in the presence of their peers there's no reason why now a company should have to take over or gets the opportunity to take over and then declare what is considered to be humane you were convicted of a federal crime or a state crime that those are the people who should be caring for you at the mm -hmm. end of the day you shouldn't have some billionaire tycoon that gets to decide, no. well, you make two cents a day and we don't give a shit if you don't have air. You committed a crime and we just going to call it a day. The, the state turns you over to us. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Then when you commit a crime, you want to be pardoned and get character letters. Man. Absolutely not. Yeah, my mind went to understaffed, which is, hello, you're telling me your jail was staffed and this man escaped by just climbing over a wall? There's no way. Um, Actually, there is. That someone could just bloop, plop over a wall? Yeah, because you just don't care. <laughs> here's the thing you, when people are overworked and underpaid they that's don't true. overlook a lot of shit that okay? is true we see it in healthcare all the time look at the, the nurse who the story that you heard at whatever hospital that was with the snapchat you know she what I mean like, not me she's like it's, it's not my business that's very true it's not my business wow. but yeah so um, even in Louisiana apparently uh, allegedly they were in Angola they were um, Angola yeah I think that's where it was the Isn't Angola that in prison? Africa no, that is in Africa, but I think it's the Angola prison or something like that. Look that up real quick. Don't make me look like an asshole or sound stupid. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I think Djibouti. it was like a... Um, why is Louisiana, Louisiana State Penitentiary called Angola? See, That's racially coded, but okay. You. Well, Louisiana's black. The Angola plantation was named for the country on the west coast of southern Africa from which many of its slaves had come. It contained a building called the Old Slave Quarters. It's all rooted in slavery. Anyway, so the Angola prison. They're like, uh, what are we going to call this building? They're like, hey, where are y'all from? They're like, Angola. Great. Great. We're going to steal That's that name. Colonize that name. I but hate yeah, this. <laughs> it's founded, everything is founded on white supremacy and slavery. It just is. <laughs> anyway, and so um, they basically were putting like teenage or children 
who had committed crimes. They were putting him in these adult prisons. And this prison apparently allegedly, um, also too, didn't have AC, I think. But anyway, they, um, I guess the Louisiana government has now uh, not taken over, but has mandated that they remove all of these children from these maximum from security prisons. From a maximum security? Yes. By when, September 15th. They that means September you 15th. did the worstest shit you could do. And they're like, oh, we got to lock you up in the most locked up way. Here's the thing. I think even children who commit crimes and are charged as adults should not be allowed to enter adult prisons until they are deemed act like their age is actually an adult. You should not have 15 year olds in maximum security no. prisons with, with grown adults. They should have to go to juvenile until they are 18. And then once they are 18 or 21 or whatever the, the legal yeah. age is, whatever, then they should go to those maximum security prisons. But there's no reason why 13 and 14 year olds should be locked up with 50 year old fucking men no, and women. That's asking for trouble. That's just stupid. That's that. that anyway, um, I'll tell you what else is very interesting. Uh, apparently, there's a hurricane that's coming to the east coast of the United States, more specifically the northeast. Um, it's getting ready to hit, I guess, like New York and Carolinas yeah. and all that. And it's a Category 5. It's called Hurricane Lee. Lee. Hurricane Lee. Yeah. I feel like we've had... Do we usually have this many hurricanes during hurricane season? Yes. Oh, okay. You just don't ever hear about them because they don't really affect you. Oh, okay. But for us Floridians and people you who are used to them all the time. All the time. Because there's so many of them that's out there and then they end up dissipating or they're just tropical storms or they just disappear altogether or the island slows them down. The Caribbean slows them down. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if it'll make it to us. No? No. We're too far it's inland. too far out. Yeah. Yeah. We're too far inland though. It won't, it won't make it to us. But we do want to say prayers um, up for the people of Morocco. Um, there was an earthquake that actually happened today or yesterday. I'm sorry. And they said that over 2,000 lives unfortunately were... Um, uh, lost as a result of this earthquake. I know. So, I think I saw that Cristiano Ronaldo opened up his hotel in Morocco to the people who were displaced. Oh, that's awesome. Which is what you should do if yeah. you have access to things like that, Joel Osteen. Okay, I, I'm on the fence about Joel. I'm, I'm on the other side of the fence about Joel Osteen. No, no, no. no, no. no, no. I'm going to just tell you why. Because his church was not the only place that people could go to. I'm sorry. <laughs> there are too many other bit like in the grand scheme of things, you needed to be able to control crowds, right? Mm -hmm. and, and on this man's campus, on this church, who were you going to get to secure this building? Because what you were going to happen, what was in what was going to end up happening was the same thing that happened at the dome in Louisiana where people were alleged the they got stuck in the dome. The security was not as great. Number two, then there was some, um, some were, like, accounts of sexual assault and, and stuff like that. Assault. Exactly. Yeah, so if you do that in that church, then he gets sued because he doesn't have enough security when he lets y'all in. Now I get it for human sake. Who gives a shit about the security? But I'm just saying yeah. for Joel Olstein, I don't think pe people made him out to be this horrible person. Like, your church was untouched. Yeah, because I locked it. <laughs> I think he had more money hidden in the walls and he didn't want people oh, to Oh, absolutely. You. He was like, not at all. Y'all He was like, to... uh, no. opening myself up. Because you know some little kid would have been like, Mommy, what's in this bag? <laughs> Another $70,000? Exactly. But I'm not a, a Joel Olsteen stan. Anyway. Um, That's weird. I could have pegged you as a Joel Olsteen stan. Definitely not. Definitely not. He's, I mean, I like his preaching. I like his teaching. Preaching and teaching, baby. Well, he doesn't preach. He definitely teaches. This is my Bible. <laughs> The word of God. I know that's right, Joel. Anyway, uh, speaking of some interesting things, uh, especially that need to stop, um, gender reveals. Okay. Unpopular opinion. I don't like a gender reveal. I hate gender reveals. Here's why. 
First of all, a lot of y'all want to have gender reveals on top of baby showers. Why? You're not getting multiple You're not gifts. getting multiple gifts. Mm-hmm. Second of all, a lot of y'all, most of the ones with penises, have the nastiest look on your face when you mm-hmm. find out that baby's a girl. And that does not sit right with my spirit. For me, it's you only have two fucking choices. So why do we care? It's a 50-50 chance. It's not like, oh my God, is she having a giraffe, an elephant, a rhinoceros? You don't have 17 different options of what the fuck you're going to have. It's not a faction. This isn't divergent. You're not revealing a superpower. It's not Harry Potter. It's a boy or it's a goddamn girl. Who gives a shit? I need to know when gender reveals became popular. I don't know, but whoever populated it needs to be unpopular. Also, y'all are killing people and starting forest fires and doing crazy shit these days. More recently, there was this guy who did a... um, He was like in a little private plane or whatever. One of those little helicopters, I guess. Whatever. Anyway... And um, the couple, he was flying over the couple's property and pulling out all this pink smoke. And it was it was obviously a girl. But his plane ended up crashing right after that shit. And I'm like, Weird. this man died for some pink smoke? Y'all need to get a fucking life. This has been 2008. It's the first recorded gender. What happened in 2008 as to why that became so popular? Well, and I'm Obama just like, half of y'all, would you have gender reveals if they weren't popular? Gender reveals are dumb. If you don't tell me what the hell your baby is, I'm not buying you a gift. I'm just have a baby now. shower. Celebrate a healthy baby. I, you waiting. know what? And it's really fun. If you do like a small little gender reveal with your family, I literally, I have nothing wrong with it. It's just these people that do these elaborate things and are visibly upset when they hear the gender of the baby. It makes me so sad. Well, I think, I think it plays it plain devil, devil's advocate. No, nope, not allowed to. I, <laughs> I definitely think that you have the right to not necessarily be upset, but I think you, you have the right to be disappointed. Like, damn, we got four girls already, and all I wanted was just one boy. And it's not to say that you won't love the baby. It's mm-hmm. just, damn, I really wanted a boy. Or I wanted a girl. Yeah, but then I have to watch that video back when I'm, like, five. And I'm like, oh, my dad was so fucking pissed that I was a girl. And you, t- you teach your child that's life. Sometimes you got to be pissed <laughs> that you exist. I don't know. I just hate that sometimes. I hate gender reveals because so many people have gotten hurt. Like, moms have actually gotten hurt and died during fucking gender reveals and People are speeding off, crashing in the houses, crashing in the car. It's so stupid. There's an article from The Guardian, and it's titled, I started the gender reveal party trend, and I regret it. Oh, please. Nobody started that shit. L-O-L. I think it's just, I won't say that I hate it. I just think they've gotten out of hand. I just hate it all together. You only have two options. Why do we care? I like, you know, you can do the little cake thing. I'm not. I don't know. If the food, if you ain't got no food, I ain't coming. I'm not going to play these games. What do you think it is? Wear a blue shirt or a pink shirt. I don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah. Especially you let your, I, I keep making these jokes to pregnant people. They'll be like, are you having whatever? And I'm like, oh, how would you know? They haven't chosen it yet. <laughs> it doesn't go over well. Don't do it. <laughs> I was like, going to say, I wouldn't even think you're doing How are you like going to know? They haven't let them choose it yet. Um, but yeah, maybe that's people are trying to be like, I'm going to make this baby this gender. Because they're like non-binary or whatever? Yeah, I, guess, I don't know. I think you can't control DNA to a degree. I don't, I don't think we've, we've We should start a new, that. instead of gender reveal, it should just be like, you know, are they going to like peanut M&Ms or regular M&Ms? Other dumb shit that your baby that. may or may not I'm like. Not, I'm not coming to that. Are they going to like science or art? Mm-mm. 
you know. I don't I don't even care. Like, oh, we're gonna reveal the name later. I don't give a shit about your dumbass baby's name. I'm sorry, your baby's not dumb. I don't give a shit about your dumbass names for your baby. Just like why is that a secret? Speaking oh, we don't want to show the baby. Who cares? Of baby names. Rihanna, we now know Rihanna's second baby's name. What does she have a boy? Her name or girl? is she had a girl. Because we all know there's only two. Either there's a boy only or girl. two, yeah. Unfortunately, a penis or a vagina. we were not invited to Rihanna's Rihanna gender reveal. But her new baby's name is Riot Rose. Is it spelled like a riot? Riot. R-I-O-T. Riot. Like, that's a riot. Yeah. I want to know if she was spelled like with a Y or something. No, it's Riot Rose. Riot Rose. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And what is her son's name? Doesn't matter. RZA? Oh, like the Wu-Tang Clan? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. RZA and Riot. Oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, and then Rihanna. Yeah. And ASAP Rocky. And Rakim. Oh, they got the that family That is bars. cute. That's it's all not, ours. It's not. I mean, I the like ours that. is cute, but what are they My like? My problem with riot is that it sounds like when people from the South are trying to say rot, right? Like rot. That's rot. Mm, and it sounds like rot. You won't take my rots. Oh, like that. rots. Rots. America rots. America rots. <laughs> rots. <laughs> I just, your mother's a billionaire, so you'll have money. Do you think the <laughs> obsession with babies and gender reveals and baby names is like with the increase of infertility in the last couple of years and people no, trying I, different ways to get pregnant I and think, having trouble getting pregnant no i think the rise of gender reveals is everybody trying to upstage each other it's the same thing yeah. with like weddings how bachelor wedding, bachelor yeah stuff, people yeah. are just trying to be as creative as possible because social that's what happened social media became ah. a huge thing and so everybody's trying to upstage the next person to try to make it seem like oh they're the original and i think that's even too with a lot of celebrities why they don't want to reveal the names of their children or why they have these, you know, extravagant names for their kids. Cause they don't, they want their kids to be, I'm one of one. No, you're not. I'm quite sure there's somebody else in this world. Named Ain't Riot. nothing special about anybody till there's something to be special. That, you know, you, nothing new is under the sun. No, like you, you're not the only Alyssa in the world. I'm not the only Monica in the no. world, you know? So I'm the only Alyssa I care about. I'm the only Monica I care about. There you go. You know, and that so. should be good enough. Absolutely. Um, anything else before we get into the reup corner real quick? Oh, um, the only thing I wanted to talk about was that Texas beat Alabama this oh my week. God, we ending a 21 that. game home win streak. See, and this is why y'all will never win again because you just you can't <laughs> and let it go. Texas is back. Hook 'em horns. Thank you. Anyway, in the rehab quarter, are, are you watching anything? Okay. Other than the goddamn Texas game, we know. I watched the Texas <laughs> game. It was very good. I don't know how many times I have to tell you to watch Lioness. Everyone needs to watch it. Okay. Zoe is doing her damn thing on that show. And every episode is good. How many episodes? I mean, like how many eight. seasons? One season, like okay. eight episodes. Okay. Um, it's on Paramount Plus or Paramount if you can get it. But it is such a good show. I'm on the edge of my seat every episode. There's something about military shows, but not like basic training army shows, but like mm-hmm. deep ops shit. Yeah. We're also much like suits. I'm like, I could do it. I could be in the fucking military. Someone give me a gun. You who says hi to everybody? <laughs> You be mar- you be made out. Oh damn it, they made me. Yeah, because you talk too I'm fucking made, much. I've been made. I've made a mistake. You say hi to too many people. They'd be like, "You're a fucking narc. Get away from me." Okay, well. So I what club is I cool can. here? Can you say that? Can you again? tell me the directions to uh, the nearest crack house? That'd be you. <laughs> you be telling everybody's business. <laughs> Nobody would ever believe that you work for the DEA. I could be cool and nah. calm and collected. Anyway, no, you can't. it's really good. And the season's kind of <laughs> winding down. I think there may be one more episode, but it's just like the writing's great. 
plot's great. Highly recommend. Zoe Saldana is just an amazing actress. I have not yeah. seen the only. She movie, was a ballerina, I think. The only movie that she has that literally could have cost her career, I think. It, Avatar. It, uh, no, she actually no. did good in that. Um, when she played Nina Simone, and she wore blackface. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. We don't talk about that. Listen, we, we, don't, have, we don't talk uh, about Bruno. Uh, 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 yeah. So that was the only one that I was Everyone writing. has a Kamala Zoe, Harris moment, okay? Listen, I, it was pretty bad. But anyway. We've um, all learned. We've, I guess we forgive her since she cried her eyes out at after, what was the, uh, the movie? From Scratch. Oh, she, was that was her way of begging the black Please. community to come back into our fold. Anyway, uh, in the rehab corner. Wait, are you watching anything? Oh, no. Oh, I haven't cool. watched a single thing. No, okay. not this whole week. Mm-hmm. Oh, and suits. I'm watching suits. That's it. Oh, okay, cool beans. I want to go see the Equalizer Part Three. Um, I don't think I've out. seen any of those movies. Alyssa, I don't think I have. You had to have seen at least the first one. Him Let's and Dakota see. Fanning get back together. That's not the Equalizer. Yes, it is. That's Man on Fire. No, they're back together in the Equalizer. She's older oh, now. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, they play their. Um, I was like, this is not. Because I think she's a. I want to say she's a detective. Or maybe she's a girl. Or maybe she's a girl that he what saved. What is the plot something. of the equal? What are the Equalizer? So the equal, there he's equalizing. So basically, Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington's character, he was basically like a. Uh, an assassin for the United States, right? He was like a Secret oh, Service agent, all that kind of stuff. And so he basically gave up his career because his wife ended up getting sick. And so he promised that he would never kill again. John well, Wick. Kind of, sort of, yes. So what ends up happening is that um, his friends, um, there was something that happened where this guy was trying to kill this one girl who was basically like used as like a mule or a prostitute or whatever. And so he comes in, he tries to kill her or whatever. She's trying to get out of it, but she make, he, she makes friends with Denzel. So when he comes in to try to kill her, of course, he's like, okay, I'm going to help protect you. Well, who he ends up um, killing is a part of like this big mob. And so the part one is him just trying to equalize and do things, you know, better for people. Then part two is another part of it. And now he's at part three. So how did Queen Latifah get involved? So she's on the TV show because his name is Robert McCall. And now her name is Robin McCall. So they just decided to make a series out of it. So premise... It's kind of the same, but she's she is the, the equalizer. equalizer. Yeah, so she was in the okay. CIA as well, and she's like a trained assassin, knows how to kill people, mm. all that kind of stuff. So now she has this regular life with her daughter and her aunt that lives with her, and she's trying. She basically left the CIA, but they keep trying to drag her in. So she's like, Tales okay, well, since I'm gonna time. keep dragging y'all, gonna keep dragging me in. I'm gonna take the cases that I want to. So she basically puts like a Craigslist ad out there, and it's like, hey, if you need justice, call this number. And so random people keep calling her, and just like, hey, my son's missing, my daughter's missing, or you know he's on the loose he's on the run and so she helps solve these cases with the police officer who's oh. a part of the NYPD okay yeah I've never seen that it's really good Queen Latifah actually does a really good job Equalizer is on Netflix yeah no it's on the movie or the show the movies the movies no they are on in theaters they are in theaters <laughs> or DVD because we are in the 2000s That's and right. things still come the out the 2020s on in theater yeah but the actual show the Equalizer is on Paramount Plus Okay, the Equalizer. Equalizer three, yes. They may have put it on like Hulu or something. I doubt it, but what? Where to watch? Anyway, that's not. Oh, Roku, fuck, Paramount Plus, Prime Video, Apple TV. I'm not paying for that shit. Yeah, you got to pay like twenty dollars. Absolutely not. The amount of streaming services we pay for is ridiculous. Also, the it's other day dumb. I was like, man, ain't shit new. Writer strike. I keep forgetting. Exactly. And actor strike. And actor strike. The only thing they can participate in is like independent films. Thank God. And I think and that's why shows. Suits is so popular right now because people are uh, like. It's a new Tiger King. 
It's the new Tiger King. People are re not exploring, rediscovering, rediscovering. Thank you, old Absolutely. shows and um, which can be fun too. True. And Suits feels like old cable, which mm. is cool. Like plot character development. Yeah, but every episode is a cute little package. Bing wraps up. I'm just up. ready Bing. for Stranger Things to come back. Bitch, Stranger Things. I was thinking about The Last of Us the other day. What happened to that? I'm ready for a new. Yeah, Last season of us. three. Yeah, three. Euphoria. I don't yeah. necessarily need. It's probably bad for my mental health, but I want it. Didn't one of the main characters die? Yeah. Was it suicide or overdose or something like that? Overdose. Yeah, His dad had just died. It was really sad. Yeah. Angus Cloud. That's sad. All right. Well, we're gonna get into something a little bit more sad with regards to the. We're gonna rehab. get sadder. <laughs> whoa you sound like um you know those tops that you spin like you pull the string and it spins out and it's like Whee! yes i know my sneeze that does is... not match my body exactly. whatever i never said that. i would never I sneeze it. shame you like that you can it's okay everybody doesn't i would never i'm not gonna change what <laughs> sneeze people. anyway so in the rehab corner we're talking about today i saw this interesting video on social media and this video basically displayed this um young lady or her mom, she basically put cameras in her mom's room. Her mom lives in this nursing home and this is an elderly white lady and her CNA was this um, older black woman. Mm -hmm. And so she comes in and the lady is basically like trying to um, fight against the CNA. Like, hey, like get off me. I'm calling, she's screaming for her mother. She seems like she has dementia, the, the patient. And so um, the lady was basically putting all this stuff on on social media, talking about, oh, look how she grabbed behind her neck and she was manhandling my mom and this is elder abuse and I'm going to, you know, sue this place, da 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 So strangely, you would think the comment section would be like, oh my God, yes, yeah, get this lady all the fired. the coming to rescue. Right, but there wasn't. A lot of nurses and CNAs were just like, first of all, like, the video uh -oh, we got you, baby. Right, like that was not manhandling. Like, what are you talking about? Your mom is actively trying to kick this lady and fight against her. She's clearly trying yep. to get her together and trying to get her situated and so you just see the lady um move the chair out and so people were talking about oh you're just trying to fish for money and da 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 da, da. and i'm just i, I thought no. about it and i'm just like in our profession as physical and occupational therapists if you see us do a treatment especially on somebody who has spinal cord injury um a stroke you know some type of neuro neurological issue is on sedation we manhandle the, the shit out of patients it looks it looks like abuse awful it does i have told multiple family members of patients like Hey, uh, it, this may look a little wild, yeah. but I swear we're not doing anything. Crazy. I literally had to tell that to my patient's wife and his sister-in-law on Friday because for some reason he had a, um, he had a neck surgery. And so for some reason, I think he still has an anoxic brain injury, but that's neither here nor there. Anywho. So he, for some reason he just kept deviating to the right. And so I'm like, okay, I, his tone was so bad. I was literally putting all it. my weight against him and he was still pushing against me. And so I just told the wife, I was like, I told him too. I was like, Hey, Mr. Johnson, that's not his really his name. I just call everybody Mr. Johnson. So I was like, Mr. Johnson, I'm going to push you real quick and it's going to feel like I'm really manhandling you, but I promise I'm not. And I told the wife and I was like, Hey, it's going to seem like I'm abusing your husband, but I promise you I'm not. He's just really deviating to the right. Yeah. She's like, no, I can tell because he definitely looks like he's leaning to the right. So of course I take him and I'm trying to secure him, but I mm -hmm. literally push the yeah, shit so out of him. It looks like a Heisman on everyone. It does. It literally does. And I think, you know, instead of recording uh, staff members, if you genuinely have a concern about abuse of your family member in healthcare, have a conversation with that person or have a conversation with the DON so maybe they can do an investigation to see exactly what's going yeah. on with these patients because your family member is going to act one way when you're not there. Because even yeah. I had this I had this elderly man who broke his hip 
his daughter was in the room all the time during, the, during our sessions and everything, but he had a problem with putting his, his hip or his left leg on the, on the floor because it was hurt and he had, you know, a hip replacement. And so he did not, and he also had dementia and he was a phasic, so he couldn't talk. So I'm just like, okay, there were times where I'm like, I'm telling my student, get the chair. And it looks like I'm just tossing his ass into the chair, but I'm just like, there's so much tone. And I had to tell his daughter, I want you to feel what this feels like. And she, she's like, oh, oh my God. And I was like, you see why I have to manhandle him the way that I have to manhandle him? And it's not abuse. It's not to hurt them, but you have to prevent them from falling. But you also have to try to break up some of that tone as well, too. There's some shit that we do that I'm like, this probably looks fucking crazy. Like when you have a yeah. patient who, you know, the patients that won't wake up. Yes. And you're like, you got a sternal rub them. And you're to me, I'm always going in there. And I'm like, listen, some people need stimulation. They some do. people just need to be up to sit up to wake mm -hmm. up, but they can't wake up until they're up. Mm -hmm. So you know what you do? Someone grabs the feet. Someone grabs back. You pivot their ass to the fucking side of the bed. And yeah. it looks crazy. And then they wake up. I will flick patients' ears. I will tickle their feet. I have slapped patients Pinching before. them in the back of the arm. You sure do. I'm lifting your arm and dropping it just to yep. see if you'll catch it. It looks like we're fucking around. But we're just trying to... A patient... Let me, let me tell you something. You cold on me, I'm going to slap the shit out you. Oh, I, slapped, I told you I slapped the hey, shit out of the other day. Mr. Hey, hey. Because screaming their name doesn't work. You have to jolt them. You have to sternal rub. Or even sometimes it's, it's a safety thing. Because I'm yeah. like, listen, we just got to go. We just, if you're trying to get them to the chair, exactly. you're trying to get them back to the bed, you're like, oh, you know, we just got to go. You're, yep. You had autonomy. You do not have it anymore. Just, exactly. It's a safety issue. Because you, yeah, you got to prevent injury. And you got to prevent injury from you and the patient as well, too. And a lot of times, if family members who have not seen that before, they will uh -huh. think we're abusing their family member. And it's like, we're not. We're just trying to keep them safe. Also, patients like to act crazy when family's in the room. They do. Y'all will move your own legs off the bed, pop off the edge, stand Start hot up, be fine. Yeah, and as soon as family's in there, I can't move. Yeah. You're fine. And then you'll think, oh, we're trying to hit you. Now, we're not negating the fact that abuse does happen in yeah. the healthcare but industry. But not from these two people. Not from these two people, because we don't abuse. Listen, I don't even want to be here, so I'm not going <laughs> to <laughs> The last thing I'm going to do is make my job harder. Listen, and I will not abuse a patient. I will be like... Patient politely refused. I'm yeah. not even. I don't even want to see you as a patient. Well, and there's times like with it's hard with dementia because there's sometimes where you're like they're screaming at you like you're doing something crazy. Mm -hmm. Peep, y'all. We will have people sitting in a chair, sitting at the edge of the bed, perfectly fine like this. Help me! Stop! You're telling you're pushing me. Stop! And you're on. The, you could be fucking three feet away, and you're yeah. like, I'm not touching you. I had a patient like that two weeks ago. She just kept screaming, "I'm passing out! I'm back!" She's laying in the bed, y'all. She's laying flat in the bed, and she's like, "I'm passing out! I'm passing." Out, my out to people. I'm passing out. I'm passing out, and I was just like, "Ma'am, you're laying in the bed. You're not. Even if you pass out, who cares? You're laying down in the so bed." It always sounds like you're doing something crazy, and yeah. the nurse will run in, and I'll be like, "We're fine. We're, We're just fine. sitting here. We're just." As soon as here. they see us, as soon as they see therapy, they're just like, "Oh, let me just close the door," so they stop screaming. Mm -hmm. But she literally put me down. I said, "Put me down right now. I'm sliding off the bed." You're, down. you're, you're down. not sliding. Relax. That's relax. My favorite is when they're blocked. Like you got their knees blocked. They're not going anywhere. They're sitting on the bed. There's someone behind them. Like. Oh, you're like you're not you're 100 percent. and not. you're like miss johnson calm down calm down no no ah, ah. You, it's like okay can you look at me right am i moving or are you moving none of us okay relax you're not falling and it's so hard listen we are very kind and considerate people yes we are but then like the fourth time that happens that day you're like listen listen linda you're not falling you're fine god damn it i've been doing this all day no yeah. one's falling it's so annoying but yeah i i think that people need to be first of all i don't think that it's a uh, it's necessarily an invasion of like 
the staff member's privacy. No, because you should be acting degree. right in the room. Exactly. Like, whether the camera's there or not. And, and to me, the CNA looked like she was doing what we would normally do. Like, okay, you're actively kicking at me and, and resisting me, so let me just stop and move the chair closer to wherever I'm trying to get you or maybe just into the hallway or whatever. Let me try to de-escalate this situation because it's only being, it's only getting worse. But I think that there's a different way to go about if you feel like your family member is being abused. Than posting it on social media. Than posting so it on social media. everyone can have a comment about exactly. it. Exactly. And you're trying to garner support. Because then it's going to come, then it's going to turn into like slander. Mm-hmm. Because then if they do an investigation and find out that she actually did not abuse that, mm-hmm. that, that your mother, then you violated that particular nursing home's uh, policy. Well, this, then yeah. you're putting your mother in danger because then they may kick your mother out of that facility. If this and you was a video where she came else. in and grabbed her and pushed her and shoved right. her and you had already taken it to them and they didn't do anything. And you were like, this is what's going on at this place. And they yeah. won't do anything about it totally warranted i understand because even when we do when we do like different perturbations or different oh um, movements with the patients yeah that shit looks fucked it does and the thing is we chart it in our in our file like hey you know use maximum um you know support them use maximum force facilitation to the extensors whatever the case may be like we talk about specifically how much assistance we're having to give and even too and I'm, i'm walking with patients who have balance issues and i'm purposefully bumping into them and I'm doing, they're just like, is that me or you? No, it's me. That's me challenging your base of support. That's me challenging your balance to see if you will react correctly and use hip, ankle, or knee strategy. So a lot of times what we're doing I as therapists. Huh? I just bump into people. Oh, I don't. I usually do only if I'm trying to challenge your balance <laughs> and to see how you'll correct it. My favorite is when you're holding them up and you're like, okay, I'm going to let go to see if you can hold yourself up. And they don't. You just say, who? You're like, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> and they're on a freaking roller coaster (laughs) okay let's try again exactly yeah so yeah all that to say the shit we do looks fucking awful it does sometimes so it's not all peaches and cream you know no so anyway anything else you need to talk about before we get out of here no um texas won against alabama this week oh my god and i will not stop i'm gonna just let you have that i'm so happy jesus lord man I didn't know a fam you won. Who do we play? We played Jackson State last week and we won. Nice. But um, let me look up. Oh, I can't even spell. Google. Texas is now number four. We jumped in rank. So what is Alabama up. now? You don't care. Ooh, I don't care. Didn't even look it up. Uh, Georgia still won. Surprise, surprise. Alabama's number oh, ten, baby. We lost. <laughs> oh no. But we lost the University of South Florida. We don't even play them. We probably got a million dollars to play that game. But we actually did really good. We, we only lost by... Uh... A&M lost to Miami. <laughs> lost by 14. <laughs> also, I'm tired of the horns down. Get your own fucking sign. Everyone has their own hand sign. Use it. This is mean? not... Everyone that we play, instead of doing their own hand sign, like at the games when you'd be like, woo, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you all have a hand sign? What is it? At? FAMU. So instead of doing that, every time they play Texas, everyone's like, horns down, horns down. What does that do for you to do my hand sign down? That looks stupid. Oh, it's like a sign of disrespect or something? Yeah, but just do your own, you weirdo. We don't do, like, it's so weird to me. Mm. What does Alabama have? Nothing. Exactly. They have this, which looks like Illuminati, which is stupid. That's probably why they do this. But get your own fucking hand sign. Oh, because it's just an A, right? Yes. Yeah, we played this uh, University of South Florida, so they're not in our... our, Conference. conference so we're good we're yeah. still first in the swag family that is but we only lost like i said by 14 points it was 38 to 24 oh you only lost by 14 points but it's not a, it, it's not gonna count but we sure. beat jackson state who's actually in our conference and we beat them uh 28 to 10 damn yeah nice awesome anyway congratulations to 
y'all, I guess, because we didn't win. But anyway, we won because we got money. Anywho, uh, that's all that matters. All right, y'all. It's going to be an amazing week on purpose just because we choose and we speak over our week. <laughs> Here in this house. Be, we will serve the Lord. We will serve Hallelujah. the Lord. Hallelujah. All right, y'all. Remember to spread love. Spread light. And don't forget to, to laugh, laugh your, your face, face off. off. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday when new episodes are released.